podcast hosted by me, Lexi D'Angelo, industry rule breaker, seven-figure moneymaker, and founder and head witch of the Taboo Institute. WTF is the taboo, you ask? It's the vortex of transformation that is experienced when people claim the magic of the taboo, woo, and Y-O-U. It's a way of being that invites you to question the status quo and dismantle the outdated hierarchical paradigms and structures that have been sucking your soul, and instead, follow the signs of your turn on and true knowing to create fulfilling and sustainable success your way aka without ever sacrificing your purpose, passions, and priorities in the process. After all, I'm a firm believer that true transformation happens when you're able to unapologetically claim and express your fullest, most multidimensional self. It's time to ditch the norm, embrace the provocative, and reach next levels of impact and income by invoking the taboo. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode where I am joined by the lovely Joe and Vicky, who are going to be journeying with me to dive into yet another course inside of the Taboo Certification Path. So we have seven courses overall inside of the certification, and we're talking about course number two, which is called Into the Realms. And in case you haven't tuned into our previous episode, that was all about Calibrate Your Compass, which is course one, you're going to want to go ahead and tune into that because we also explain a little bit more about how the certification path works and the the different parts of the certification because there's three parts and this is a course that is part of part one of the journey. So it's course two inside of part one of the journey and part one is really all about the taboo core method, which certifies our practitioners as transformational life and success coaches. So (sighs) into the realms, what the heck is this all about? So before we hit record, we were just reflecting on how this course in particular is really special and super proprietary to Taboo and is truly an innovation of its own. It is um, unlike anything else that I've ever seen out there. And what is also so unique about this is that while the seed of this idea came from me originally, what has been created has gone so far beyond me. And Joe and Vicky have been really integral to the creation of the realms and the taboo types, which we're going to be speaking more about inside of this uh, episode. And so I'm just really proud of the co-creation and the process that birthed these into the world because it started as one thing and it's taken on a complete life of its own, which is just so exciting to see it in the wild now and uh, see how our practitioners are also putting their unique magic into it and really making it their own. So it's just continuing to evolve and take on a life of its own, which is super, super cool. So just a quick preview and overview of the Into the Realms course itself. Inside of this course, we dive into what we call the four realms of magic and mastery and the 12 taboo types. So the 12 taboo types are an extension of the realm. So there's four realms and each realm has three taboo types that are associated with it. 
So if you've taken our realms quiz, which if you haven't yet, I don't know what you're doing, but go to lexidangelo.com forward slash quiz and be sure to take it. It's going to tell you what your primary realm is, as well as your innate and hidden taboo types, which is going to basically reveal so much about you as a person and a practitioner. And at the end of the day, this is a really detailed and personalized self-discovery system that we've created and a tool that you're able to utilize to uncover your unique magic as a prosperous practitioner. So inside of the quiz, you get a taste of some of the stuff that we introduce to our students. And then inside of this course, we go I was just going to say hella deep. I'm not from California, but like we go hella deep inside of this course. And so with this knowledge and with these tools that you will be equipped with, you're going to be able to illuminate your inner strengths and challenges as a practitioner. You're going to identify specific strategies for setting and getting your big goals because we all set and get goals in a completely different way based off of our unique realm coding. And you're going to determine the most aligned business model for this realm coding that you have that's unique to you. And so um, all of this is just really creating the pathway for you to prosper in a way that is totally unique, that is completely soul aligned with you, your purpose, your passions, your priorities, and your personality. So you are never feeling like you have to sacrifice those things in pursuit of what you most desire. So what else is there to say? Yeah. Inside of this course too, it's not just about your own personal journey, but it's also about taking this knowledge and using it with your clients so they can have a deeper understanding of themselves, how they be in the world, and um, really being able to show them that whatever it is that you're coaching them around, there's no one size fits all model for success. So this can be infused into working with relationships, with health and wellness, with spirituality, with business, et cetera. So it really just allows you to um, calibrate to your client always and really be able to take whatever it is that you're doing with them and make sure that it is highly personalized. So that is a overarching view of what this course is all about. And before we like dive into the course stuff, even I want to just kind of rewind and talk about how these came to be because like I said, Joe, Vicky, and I have spent a lot of time fleshing these out, getting on calls, creating these taboo types that exist within the four realms. So maybe let's start there. Do either of you remember, like, (laughs) I'm trying to remember what state the realms and the taboo types were in when I first came to you with them, because they've changed so much. And I'm blacking out now. Um, (laughs) Vicky, remind me. I want to rewind even further. Okay, perfect. And this might be a new perspective for you as well, Lexi. Joe and I first came into the Taboo Institute at around the same time. And we were really turned on by the then self-sorcery program, which is a membership model. Oh my gosh. We, at the very beginning of our time as trainee TGs, we were excited about contributing content to self-sorcery as a program. 
And I think, I don't know, Joe, would you agree? We're a little bit like, oh, a little bit brokenhearted when self-sorcery kind of got deprioritized in a way. That was very sad because it was just like a thing we were so excited for. It was, it was heartbreaking. This is so funny. I didn't realize I broke your heart, but we mended it eventually. So that's good. <laughs> oh, exactly. So when you mentioned that the taboo types were making a big feature and they were going to be a part of the property, you know how to say that word, <laughs> signature like concepts of taboo that we can put into practical application, Joe and I's hearts restored. We're like, oh, yeah, we still get to play with them. So that's why we were so enthusiastic about putting our hands up for that soul storming. Yeah. And the state of the taboo types when we first came together, um, mm, at that point, they were Lexi's creative, probably midnight musings that it had been developed over time through the experience of self-sorcery and delivering that content to uh, our audience, our community members. Yeah. Mm. When we came together, of course, three minds are different to one. So they started to evolve. They started to speak to us as archetypal energies that we were inviting into the conversation. Joe, take it over from there. But yeah, it's funny to think about like how long ago <laughs> that was because remembering back to those initial conversations in that notion doc, it was like a little empty in some spaces. <laughs> so there was still even like lots to flesh out even back then. Um, but that was, I think, the most fun. I loved those calls. I think we had what, like five of them. <laughs> or more um, over just like getting into all the different little nuances of of each individual type and and how the realms played together in each type and just kind of like what what the taboo types like who are they you know and and really creating those personas and those archetypes of, of who they actually are and I think that was I don't know that was one of my favorite parts maybe it's it's just because I like that storytelling creative writing aspect but it just gives them a life you know and it isn't just this sort of bland concept of oh this and this you know it's it's a whole it's like a whole person <laughs> you know so that was that was really exciting to get to put together and and really at that point I didn't know where we were going to go from there with it beyond where we were so it's really cool to see how we've integrated all of this into into the realms and how all of these between the the realms and the taboo types themselves like so many lenses to to view everything from and it just it's it's a lot <laughs> but it's also so many different perspectives and ways of reframing and you know like archetypes to step into during different you know different phases of life so that was that was my my love for it. 
Okay. How did we then create the taboo types? You've reminded me. So we looked at the realms and we're like, what happens when you blend wind and chaos with flame and expression? What happens when you merge them? And then if the primary is a wind and chaos, what does that look like? But if the primary energy is flame and expression, what would that look like? So there you have two different taboo types right there. So we literally went through each of the pairings and the dominances and decided what experience was that archetype having? What gifts do they have? What difficulties or hexes, we say, would they be experiencing as well? And how can they thrive? Also, how can they serve us in our knowing of self? How can they teach us how to recognize aspects of these types, these realms inside of our clients as well? Do you remember, it must have been about the third brainstorming call we had we saw all the 12 taboo types, or even before we finished them, we saw this beautiful journey that even just one being would make if they started here in the innovator taboo type, which would be the first one, depending on what season of life you're in. And it seemed as though it was following the, um, the infamous hero's journey in a way. And that wasn't something we planned. It was just this experience of that would follow on from that. And then you would go through that experience and that would catalyze into this experience. And by the time you got to the 12th taboo type, it felt like that would then go into a full circle. That was freaking magical. Yeah, I remember when we like realized that we're like, oh my gosh, like there's a whole journey that even if this isn't your primary taboo type, we have all of these taboo types and archetypes within us and we have access to them. It's just about learning how to tap into them. And then that journey also then inspired and informed what we created in the Transformational Practitioner Essentials course, which we can't wait to talk about. It's our really amazing uh, approach to breaking down and demystifying the art of transformation, which I think can be this really elusive thing. And We'll have so much more to speak about um, in terms of how we guide our practitioners to take a really grounded, practical approach to transformation and also making it their own. But yeah, coming up with the taboo types really has informed so much of what we do. Um, and then to even rewind back a little bit more, because like, why did we do this? Like, why did we create this? It wasn't just for shits and giggles and like, oh, this is fun and creative, which it totally was. But what I had started to see a couple of years ago was just that there were these one size fits all business models out there or um, ways of, you know, being a coach or a practitioner in the world. And that didn't really sit right with me because as a multidimensional person, I was also working with so many people who were multi-passionate and had all these different dimensions and dynamics to them. And I felt like no business model or, or sorry, a course that like just spoke about one business model just wasn't taking into consideration who that person was as an individual and their unique coding. And so obviously each and every single one of us are unique snowflakes. And even if our primary realm or our innate taboo type is the same, we're still going to approach things in a different way. But I also wanted to create something where 
you could have a system for approaching how to customize a client journey or how to customize your business or how to set and get goals in a way that was really soul aligned and aligned with your coding. And so that was part of the reason for coming up with the four realms, which is where things started. And as I was speaking more about the four realms and the energies of each realm, which very much correlates with the four elements. And so um, I think that that's a very universal system that people can relate to and look to. And we have our own take on that for sure, but that's where the inspiration was really from. People were really, really resonating with it and just feeling so witnessed, so recognized um, and, then through that deepening with the creation of the taboo types, we get even more specific with, you know, how things can be customized to the person. So on the topic of customizability and multidimensionality, I feel like something to sort of highlight is really that we explore so much within the realms and within the taboo types from, you know, like this 360 degree lens. So it isn't just these highest expressions, it's every bit in between. So, um, so even kind of coming back to the, the hidden, um, aspects in terms of the taboo types, it's like, Maybe your highest expression is this one taboo type, but your hidden is something that you, you know, like you were saying before, Lexi, sort of like avoid or repress, but we're looking at it from this, this angle of how can we actually turn this into gold and how can we like amplify and enhance these aspects, which actually are part of you in a way that, that can be um, like supportive and actually beneficial rather than something that you avoid or don't want to look at. So taking it from, from that angle of we're looking at it across the board and in that holistic way, rather than just this, oh, this one little thing and this one size fits all approach. It's how can I mix and match all of these? And knowing that I, I am all of these types and I can sort of recognize each of these archetypal energies within myself and resonate and know myself even better. And I, I think that's such an important thing to, to highlight just because it's so different from everything else that's out there right now, I think. I'm glad you shared that, Joe, because maybe we hop over into what we explore inside of the embody experience of this course and talk about well, what practical things can we do one as individuals with our own lives and then also as practitioners and coaches business owners what can we do to embody these taboo types even if we're incredibly familiar with them or maybe it's those parts of us that we deny or avoid about ourselves so inside the embody experience our students are encouraged to see themselves through the lens of each of the taboo types and if they may not even resonate with them there's the opportunity for them to have a 
a guided visualization experience of actually meeting them as if they were a archetypal being. So there are many ways, depending on what your learning styles are, to have not only a cognitive understanding of these archetypes, but also the experiential knowing and even communicating with that archetype as a part of you. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. And what I think is so interesting is we just opened up this course for our students. So we're just starting to receive feedback and it's, it's fascinating to hear how uh, each student is moving through this. Some students are just like, oh my goodness, like I love my primary realm and my innate taboo type. And I'm just like resonating with it so much. And it's so fun to do the hidden taboo type spell work. And other people are like, I really am resisting this. And there's a lot coming up for them. But in that resistance, we're obviously holding them and supporting them through it. And in their own time, as they go through it, they're like, ooh, wow, there's like actually a lot to unlock there. And so I think it's just a great opportunity for all of us to be able to explore these dimensions of ourselves that sometimes we don't look at. And I want to read one of the testimonials from one of our students who talks specifically about the Embody Spellbook. So she said, as you move through the Embody Spellbook, you'll find out that the taboo has already has your back on this desire. I don't know what she was referring to. I think she was talking to someone who maybe had a question or a comment. She said, there's spell work for every type to bring out the repressed and hidden traits of you. You're supposed to do it for your hidden taboo type, but can do as many as you would like. And spoiler alert, they're potent as fuck. I did my sovereign spell work. Didn't think much on how it would help at the time. 24 hours later, I barely recognized myself just jittering high standards all over the place or sorry, just littering high standards all over the place, made a few people feel sheepish with how they spoke to me. Uh, it seems that I've raised my standard on how I would accept to be treated at work. And uh, I know in another comment, she was saying that the way that she's showing up at work is totally different now because she's done the work and the work of her hidden type to really figure out, okay, like this is a piece of me that I've been maybe afraid to lean into. Maybe I was afraid to put up some boundaries or really be in my self-sovereignty. And now that she's unlocked this aspect of her, she gets to play with it. She gets to utilize it in situations where maybe she wouldn't in the past. And it's opened up so much more opportunity and possibility. So I think that that's just a beautiful example of of how, again, it's not necessarily related to being a practitioner, but all of this stuff really can be utilized in so many areas of your life. And therefore you can support your clients, no matter what type of coach you are by utilizing the taboo types to really help them start to see what are the archetypes that they are most um, naturally gravitating towards and the ones that they're repressing and how can they start to work with all of those so that it opens them up to more of that choice and that possibility. I have been resisting doing one of the spell works. My the sovereign, oh, yeah? Is my, yeah, <laughs> my, the sovereign is my forgotten taboo type, uh, meaning it is time for me to raise my own standards and step fully into my autonomous self-agency leadership role. So the spell work at the time that I looked at, it, I'm like, ask me, what are my current standards? 
you know, like what is it that I'm available for? And then what would my upgraded standards be? And I was faced with this test of worthiness and readiness for claiming that leadership that I desire, I want to be the sovereign. And in many ways, I see the sovereign. And I also see the sovereign reflected back at me through the work that I do and in my family dynamics. But to expect or to rather request for more, there was that question of, oh, do I deserve that? Do I deserve to really sit on that throne with my crown on? Shouldn't I be putting other people first? So to put myself first is what the sovereign does. And that's the resistance that I had. Yeah, it was fascinating. So yeah, there are challenging experiences throughout the work that we do inside the courses. And you know what? To take that on, even if there is a point of resistance, this is game changing for me. Yeah. I have to second that because I feel like this is the space to like explore all of that right you have so much support and so many people behind you to like hold and support you through that exploration of all of these things that are like oh kind of sticky and you know you want to avoid or you want to resist and I have to say, I find it hilarious. Like it's laughable to me going through um, the hexes and and how, because my um, my hidden one is the, uh, the guide. So I see these like these lower expressions of the guide coming through. And I'm like, oh, I'm noticing that I do this, this, or this during these times. And so that's kind of, it's my little wake up call, you know, just to recognize that and to say, hmm, is this actually something I want to continue or would I rather work through it and then figure out a different way to proceed? So it's just fascinating to discover all these little things about yourself as you're going through this and, and then be able to, like you were saying earlier, really apply it within your client sessions to to have something to fall back on to recognize those points of contention or those pain points or struggles that they're dealing with to say oh I recognize this and I can utilize this to inform the techniques I use with them or the modalities that we go through so it's just a fascinating like format to to utilize through our coaching sessions I think Yeah, exactly. And I think what's really cool too, is we can get really, really nitty gritty with someone's very specific realm coding and like geek out, or we can go a little bit more chunked up and high level and just look at the realms and how they apply to somebody. And so another student shared, um, she said, hi, lovelies. I was on a call today with someone who was whirling and swirling. And what I realized was missed in depth. So side note here is We talk a lot about how to recognize the signs, the symptoms, the indications that somebody, if you're working with a client, if that's their primary realm without them having taking the quiz, or just if they are, if they're in that realm in that moment. So it might not even be their primary realm, but if they're swirling in it or they're stuck in it or whatever it is. So she was able to realize that this client was swirling and what she realized was missed in depth. And she says, 
Right away, I thought about how I wanted to give her support without offering her advice. So I took a second to reflect on what we've learned and realized I could use her strength of matter and knowing. I intuitively asked a few questions and was able to support her in leaning into matter and knowing in order to self-source her way out of the big feelings. And it freaking worked. It was so cool to see the realms in action. I wasn't feeling too confident after the last realm practicum, but I see now that the more that we get into the content, the more just becomes part of what we do. We are doing a good job. And so I think that one of the things with this is it's a whole new language. It's a whole new system and it's highly comprehensive. So it can feel like a lot to learn when you're in it, but it's the language we speak inside of the taboo and it continues to um, be expanded upon in everything that we do. So you begin to live and breathe this talk and it sort of just becomes innate and second nature for you to work with. So it's really, really cool to see how students are utilizing this with their clients and how their clients are just like, wait, like I've never experienced something like this before. Like, what is this realms concept that you're talking about? One other testimonial that I just want to read before continuing is uh, someone shared, I just want to give a standing ovation and two encores to Lexi D'Angelo and all of the amazing humans behind the scenes of Taboo. Lots of clapping emojis. I am reading the Learn Spell book of Into the Realms and I am completely blown away by the depth of information and the accuracy of the Taboo types. I mean, the whole damn experience is awesome, but this is some next level understanding of self. Thank you for this brilliant body of work and Hogwarts style happiness. I am so glad I took the leap to join. So it's, again, it's magical and it's Hogwarts style, but it's not just for shits and giggles. It really is practical. And there's so much that people are able to get out of it. And so to kind of just speak a little bit more on a practical level, there's a lot that you utilize in sessions with clients as a practitioner but also we have lessons inside of this course about how you can take this information and apply it to your business. So when it comes to setting and getting your goals, we have a really deep dive into if you have this as your primary realm, this is where you are magical when it comes to setting goals. This is where you are incredible when it comes to actually going and getting the goals. Cause setting goals is one thing. And the way that we set goals and the strategy that we use for setting goals, there's not just one way of doing it and there's many ways. And so then how we also then approach the goals and how we go about getting them is a whole other thing. And then we also talk about the blocks and where people might get stuck because of their primary realm. And then also ideas for how that specific primary realm can um, access the magic of the other realms and their strengths and their skills to uniquely set and get their goals. So that has been revolutionary for people to realize like, oh, huh. Okay. Yeah. I was taught that when it comes to setting goals, like I had to set these like really big goals and then I would just be really intimidated by them. And people said like, well, double that goal and like double this goal. And I just felt like I froze. And then I felt, you know, paralyzed and stuck and I didn't want to take action. Well, that's because that wasn't meant for them. That type of way to set your goals doesn't work. It works really well for our wind and chaos people who who love to vision into the future, who love to see what's possible, or maybe even our flame and expression people who want to go big and bold. 
But for someone who is primary realm of missed and depths or matter and knowing that can feel actually really dysregulating for their nervous system that can feel like a far out fantasy and not very grounded. So it's super important that we understand someone's coding when it comes to setting and getting goals. Um, Vicky or Joe, is there anything that you want to add to the conversation around setting and getting goals or what you've experienced or what you've seen students experience with this? Yeah, go for it. I will say that when we first introduced this, I think it was like a module in quantum shift, maybe the last round of quantum shift. Oh my goodness. So many people were like, holy hell, I love this approach. This feels so good. And they were actually more able to achieve what they set out to with this approach versus things that they had tried in the past. And, you know, I remember a lot of people saying, I really love smarter goals and, you know, that's worked for me in the past, but this is like next level. I'm doing so much more and able to achieve so much more and actually feel good about it and really move the needle versus, you know, this, it, like having it feel like a struggle. So I think that this is really just such a unique way to look at the different goal setting versus goal getting and, and the approaches around that, because it doesn't, you know, that, that smarter goals or that, that one formula doesn't always work for everyone. Um, and in particular, I think too, just, it's nice to have different ways of looking at it and and how can I do this in a way that's even more effective or more efficient or more aligned to how I want to achieve this because I think we we shift so much I mean there's sometimes where I definitely can go into that like miss in depth place around getting goals or setting goals and other times where I feel like I'm more wind and chaos so being able to look at it through these different lenses is it just it gives so much more depth to how we can do this yeah I love that so much Vicky were you gonna add something uh, and permission you know it adds depth but it also adds this element of permission to work in your modus operandi your primary realm experience and how could you also lean into the gifts of the other realms? So if you're setting and getting goals in your zone of comfortability, is that a word? <laughs> now it is. And um, your natural tendencies, yet you still need a matter and knowing approach to taking action, for example. So you can take a matter and knowing approach through the lens of mist and depths. And you can also invite other people to come and support you in those other realms that might not be your natural tendency or you're not so comfortable with yet. Yeah. I mean, this really spells out to everything in regards to unique approach to life success. Hashtag all the things. When Tabo Institute says that we do not take a cookie cutter approach, this is just one of the ways in which we make it something different to that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then expanding on this even further, we also go 
in depth around how you can create an aligned business model with the realms. And this, when we ran this live, we did it as a workshop first. And I have never seen a more like strong, positive response to something, um, any business training that I've done. And I've done so many like really juicy, strategic, amazing business trainings that have definitely blown people's minds. But this was just like a huge soul sigh of relief when people um, got to experience this because I think that in the industry, there can be very much like, this is the way to make money. Like if you, if you want to be successful, you have to like do these marketing strategies. You have to, um, you know, deliver your services in X amount of way. And like, this is like the cheat code to success and it's total bullshit. And that was something that really, really frustrated me. It was like, everything works and everything doesn't work. It just depends on you and it depends on, you know, your unique coding. And so when I introduced this concept of how they could utilize their realm coding to figure out um, what specifically they could do for marketing to put their magic out into the world and be seen in their services, and then also how to create their, their programs and their product suite based off of the realms, like people were just like, mind blown. Um, there were, (laughs) there were a lot of tears and there was a lot of just like, oh my gosh, like finally something is shared. It's like that permission that you were talking about. Like finally there's recognition that I get to be me and I get to do this my way. And I don't have to show up on social media in this type of way, or I don't have to have a program that is structured in that type of way. Um, And just really being seen for who they are and their unique magic. So someone said, I definitely appreciated the confirmation to move at my own pace and utilize my deep connection to the sacred in my own work. My internal processes and healing and manifestation processes that I've created and created services around are the way they are. And because it's the way that I live, I felt seen because I was starting to feel really sad and out of place with marketing and how it's taught in the industry versus how I prefer to share my ideas. I have to deeply embody them first. And I've been doubling down on my own process for my business. And it really affirmed to keep plugging at it my way. It also helped me to be okay with not feeling totally cheery, bubbly, rah, rah, rah around my work. It's not always the vibe of my work and that's okay. And so it was just so beautiful to see people being like, oh, I get to do this my way finally. And um, to see how people have then also taken this and just put put it into action has been incredibly cool. Um I don't know if either of you have anything to add to this conversation, even in, even even if you don't have a business yourself, I think it applies also to even co-creating with team members and the way that even maybe you guys show up inside of Taboo and playing off of your strengths and the way that you create transformation and do work um, as well. So if you want to add anything to that, feel free. Yeah, totally. I would. Um, yes, of course I would. Um, yes. uh, Depth's primary here. And when I look at me in business as a solopreneur, and that was the case for six years or so, I knew that I needed to do a business model where I got to see people in intimate ways. 
and connect with them deeply and also hold longer duration containers because relationship and depth of relationship and that meaning that I get to have in longer term relationships is so fulfilling to me. So the way of doing like a, a quick get to know one person for that short amount of time was not enough for me. That was never going to be me in my zone of magic. So I get to hold loving space and intimately connect, go down to the emotional and the deep spiritual rabbit holes as well, allowing myself to have a deep experience. And this is the neat thing too. So not only am I having a fulfilled experience, my client knows that they can come to me for that depth. So we're both in a willing position to sign on long-term because that's what we desire and to know that we're going to penetrate depths and maybe get lost in the midst of it somehow for really deep transformation in that regards. Now, I'm no longer in a business, so to speak. I'm an entrepreneur inside of the Taboo Institute. I still have a private client um, roster, should we say? I don't know. <laughs> And I still get to do one-on-one -on -one things there, but it doesn't have to be one-on-one -on -one either. So I've taken the aligned business marketing strategies for Mist and Depths, making it my own because there are all those other codings that I have to consider as well. Also, my forgotten taboo type of being the sovereign. So what if I get to then take my strengths as the oracle, which is my primary taboo type, my innate coding, bringing that into a group scenario, being able to share what I see from higher perspectives, maybe what some people might not even need to understand yet, but later on it'll click in for them. It's not all about one-on-one -on -one work. To be the sovereign, I get to be in my own self-agency and in a group scenario, be a role model for others to sit on their own thrones as well. So a little like that's how comprehensive this can be, right? Like I'm not just the oracle. I'm the oracle naturally learning to embody the sovereign so that I can be um, fully expressed and fully embodied as a human being. So yes, there is a learn spell book where you get to learn all the specifics. And then we encourage everyone to go into this journaling process or an exercise to explore more of what that means for them. So, because here's the extreme, right? In the marketing industry, it's either here's your formula or to the other extreme, it's you can do whatever you want. Trust yourself, figure it out. There is a middle ground where it's, yes, you can do what you want. And then let's define what that is for you now knowing that it might need to pivot a year or a month from now yeah we get to experiment as we go without throwing too much proverbial spaghetti at the wall because that's exhausting we don't always get return on investment we can start with what feels aligned now though I love that so so much and I'll also say that part of or one of the things for missed in depths as well is not actually being in your own business, not being that CEO. I think a lot of missed in devs people, they crave that connection. They crave that depth as you're saying. And the last thing that some people, again, depending on their unique realm coding want to do is marketing and spending their energy, like speaking to the masses and like trying to get people when 
your magic is so powerful and profound and you just want to be able to use it with that people who are ready for it and are there for it. And so I think that being a coach within another program can be a great opportunity to do that because you have these people who are so committed, so invested, like they are so desiring that juicy support and ready to go deep, which is perfect for you. And you're like, here I am, like, let's go. I don't have to spend all this time trying to like figure out how do I explain the magic that I facilitate because Vicky, your magic is so fucking potent, but like, how do you put words to it? I don't know. Um, we could try, but people can then just experience it. And then that way you're being filled and nourished and supported without having to I don't want to say waste your energy, but expend this energy in a place where it might not feel so aligned for you to do so. It's about thriving and having the environment be a place where I can grow and thrive. And now I get to do that for our students and to get to be here doing that for others as well. I don't know whether it's even a moment that's suitable for it now, but to have our listeners tune into what they really desire to experience in regards to an environment, whether you are a business owner, practitioner or not, what environment do you thrive in most? Because without even knowing your coding, sure, take the quiz. We would love for you to take the quiz. You know, though, and this is what we teach our students, we can recognize how the realms live within us and express themselves simply by what our desires and our needs are, how we best operate what we thrive on. Yeah, I love that so much. It's so true. Joe, anything that you want to add before we begin to wrap up? I'm realizing the time flies when I'm talking to you too. Like we go into a time warp. <laughs> it's true. I was like, how's it been an hour already? Um, I just really echoing everything Vicky said and recognizing in myself as well that like, I thought I really loved working alone because I've worked alone for such a long time and I'm really good at that. But to be a part of a team in particular, really, the Taboo team is just like a dream come true. And I never really thought that I would thrive in this, this type of environment. I was like, oh, no, thank you. I would rather do it by myself. Leave me alone. <laughs> but this has been like such an evolution for me. And I feel like I've stepped more into all of these traits that, you know, were, were strong, but have, have really grown and, and strengthened uh, over the last year and change, however long it's been. Um, so it's, it's fascinating to really, like, like Vicky was saying, go into that envisioning state and where do I thrive and how do I embody this, but also how do I put this all together in reality and and moving into that sort of like prosper of okay so this is the vision but here's how I put everything together to make it all come true so it's just been such an interesting journey through learning all of this and looking at it from like my own journey through everything versus, you know, looking at it from that content create content creation aspect and what would be cool for the students to learn. So it's, it's all just such valuable, valuable information to have. 
Yeah, absolutely. Oh, there's so much more to even talk about. Like we didn't even get into the core transformation skills and, and all that, but you know what? That's okay. <laughs> we'll probably speak to them a little bit more inside of the episode on the transformational practitioner essentials course. So stay tuned for that because that is a whole other vibe and a whole other yeah, chunk of juicy magic. So I'm really excited to cover that, but hopefully you can start to see that everything that is woven into this experience really is taken, um, taking the client into mind and taking the unique individual into mind and into consideration because it's just, it's crucial. Like, I just think that anything else is surface level. And so, um, it's been, a really cool journey to see how the taboo types have evolved and how, again, the realms have evolved, et cetera. And if you want a taste, then go to lexidangelo.com forward slash quiz, and you'll start to see the magic play out in your own life and business. And if you really want to go deep, then you've got to join us inside of the certification because we only teach this inside of the 12 month certification path. So You've probably heard me talk about our single modality certification courses where you can pick and choose what modalities you want to be certified in, which is great and magical in itself. However, the taboo core method, what we're talking about today. So one of the courses inside of it, like that we just said is into the realms that is only available inside of the certification path. And it just adds a whole other dimension to the work that you do with your clients. And you'll also, you'll also hear when we talk about the final course inside of the taboo core method, just how transformational the knowledge is that we share inside of this third course and how it really is going to set you apart as a practitioner in the industry who is really raising the bar and, um, yeah, really committed to their sacred craft and returning to the depths and not just, you know, playing on the surface with coaching light, basic stuff. <laughs> um, so with that, Vicki, Joe, thank you again for joining me today. And I'm so excited to dive into the third course in the next episode. Mwah! Bye everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed hanging out with me as much as I enjoyed recording this for you. And it would just mean the absolute world to me if you could go ahead and hit subscribe. And also, oh my gosh, you'd be the best ever if you could leave a review saying what you loved most about this show. And of course, feel free to share this with your biz besties, your mom, your dog, anyone who you think would benefit from popping their earbuds in and taking a little listen. I appreciate you so, so much. And if you want to come and hang out with me on the interwebs, do some stalking, do some creeping, then you can find me at Lexi D'Angelo on Instagram, L-E-X-I-D-A-N-G-E-L-O. And also on Facebook, you can find me facebook.com forward slash the Lexi D'Angelo. Have an amazing rest of your day and I will see you next time.